3: where you can ask this stellar superstar of college football anything you want in the world of college football. The big stories, or maybe the stories you don't think are covered enough with your team. Now's the time at 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. And boy, did we have just so many stories come out of Saturday's slate of games. Let's first start off. With Cedric in Milwaukee on CBS Sports Radio, what's going on, Cedric? Hey, how you doing? Good, Cedric. How are you doing?
4: I'm doing good. Okay. Okay. Uh, I want to talk. Uh, I want to talk about Alabama and, and, and Wisconsin. And the first question for you is: What do you, what you think about Alabama's chances to make it into college football player? And the second part of this question is the same thing, but is this is this flat? not Alabama, is
3: Wisconsin. Okay.
1: All right. I think Alabama has a 50-50 chance of getting there. Of course, they have the Iron Bowl. They have Mercer this week. I mean, that can be difficult. Right, uh, that could be. They could stub their toe versus Mercer. No offense, Mercer, but I'm just saying.
4: Mercer, huh?
1: Yeah, but uh, they they have then the Iron Bowl. They go to the to Auburn, and that's going to be a difficult ball game for them. And if they get past Auburn, they have Georgia in the uh, SEC championship ball game. So I would say a 50 50 chance to defeat the to defeat Auburn. And I'm going to say the same versus. Uh, Georgia. So uh, they got a shot, but I think there are three teams in the mix out of the SEC uh, Auburn, Georgia, and Alabama. And it's going to be difficult, especially for Auburn if they have to have that rematch versus Georgia. That'll be tough. And uh, all three of these games, or all, all these games, will be difficult. Okay. What about Wisconsin? Wisconsin has uh, – I'm, I'm going back and forth. I, I said it Saturday on National TV, I believe in you, Wisconsin, after you just throttled Iowa. But I like <laughs> Michigan's defense coming in there. I think they're a more consistent defense. And Wisconsin will have to take on – speaking of thrashing someone, Ohio State bouncing back from that beatdown they took yeah. in Michigan. We, we, we said the Michigan State was being disrespected. Mm. huh? Yeah. They got disrespected. They, they, they got the leg up and, and put in the – what did you say? They put the leg up and put in the blender? blender yum, yeah yeah. <laughs> they got put in the blender, the Ohio State Buckeyes blender. Uh, Wisconsin needs to, of course, beat Michigan. And then if they can beat if, – if Ohio State wins, it, it wins out and they go to the, the uh, conference championship
3: game and Wisconsin can beat them, they're in. Yeah, I don't love the Wisconsin-Ohio State matchup. I, be, I don't either. I mean, I, I think they'll end up beating Michigan – I don't like that matchup for them. I, I just think that there's too much firepower there for Ohio State. And then if they get up in that game, as good as Wisconsin's defense is, but they get up a couple of touchdowns against Wisconsin, I just don't see them storing back in that game. I'd, but, and if, but if they could somehow win that game, they're 100%, in my opinion, a lock for the playoff at that point, an undefeated Big Ten champ who right. beat Ohio State in the championship game. There's, there's, there's no doubt about it. Um,
1: this this offensive line i would love to see this matchup and, and even this weekend uh versus uh michigan this offensive line those guys are so big they get on the second level they just mash you and then they lean on you and lie on you and spit on you and everything they are you you try to make Wisconsin a one trick opponent, and they relish in the fact that you do that because uh they want to be able to run the ball and it seems like Jonathan Taylor, the freshman, he's always leaning forward. And Shaw, watch this backup running back Shaw and his stance. It looks like he's trying to hold his water. Like mm-hmm. he need to go to the rest shoe. Y'all hear him snap this ball, I gotta go. And yet he can run through you as well.
3: Eight five five two one two four CBS for David in Modesto, California on C B S Sports Radio. Good morning, David. What's happening? Hey, what's going on, guys? What's up, man? What do you got for us? Um, well, the, my Tar Heels finally won uh, <laughs> against Pitt. They, yes, they <laughs> yes, they did. It was an awful <laughs> loss. A nail-biter. For, awful loss for Pitt. But, yeah, you got to win there. I, I
2: know there's nothing to talk about because, they're you know, they're two and uh, whatever they Seven. are. Seven, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I wanted to bring up Alabama um, also – do you think they'll be number one, or are they going to bypass bypass them again, keep them where they're at, and move up one of these other teams?
1: So I, th- they I they think can- Alabama definitely is going to be number one. I think they slide up to the number one position. They went on the road and and faced a a ranked Michi- uh, Mississippi State team, a team that uh, had played extremely well, hadn't lost a ball game at home, and uh, was playing better here lately. And so I, I, I definitely think Alabama, even though it was a close win, they slide into number one. Now, who's number two? Uh, that's going to be debatable. You know, I've gone back and forth. Oklahoma or Miami, I'm leaning Miami. That may change by the time we pick tomorrow on inside college football. But Bama's number one.
2: Yeah. Uh, last thing, uh, like, the, like to like uh, to give a big shout-out to Kyle Shanahan for getting uh, that first win.
1: There you go, baby. Yeah, Hook them horns. Yeah. They don't appreciate that up here in New York. But uh, uh, Kyle Shanahan got that first victory. Good for him. And the boy, did they celebrate it? In yeah, that, they did in that locker room. Yes, they did. Well, That's like them. winning the Super Bowl, man. I've been yeah. on those one win teams. Yeah, <laughs> you win now, and you're like, man, yes, this is what it feels like because you're forgotten, and and pretty, I'm sure everyone on that team is. Play been part of a winning program at some point of their football careers, and then you finally – you're playing at the highest level and you finally get a
3: 212 855-212-4CBS. The guy mentioned Pitt. I want to go because Pitt plays Miami. and I'm going to be in Pittsburgh for Thanksgiving, and I wanted to go to the game. But if it's a night game, I just can't do it. Like, I Why just, not? I just don't want to go to a night game. It's just so damn cold. Uh, th- th- you're up mm-hmm. late. i don't know one with a sweet uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to push mm-hmm. it. Maybe and, and, and look out. When is that game? You said it's Thanksgiving weekend. It's uh, so Friday. So it's next week. It's uh, Friday, either mm-hmm. afternoon or Saturday. Miami, I remember now- Clemson
1: last year. Pitt yeah. went to their house and <sighs> knocked them off. Pitt. Pitt's not been God. playing better. It's not.
3: No, they haven't. They they've been lost
1: playing I know, but UNC played Miami close.
3: <laughs> uh, they've been playing better. Both have been playing better. No, mm. well, I think Miami will end up winning that game pretty easily. Mm. But uh, I just, I, I don't know the kickoff time yet. But I think that with Miami beating Notre Dame, it's more likely to be a night game now. That's what I think is going to end up happening. So I'm not going to be able to go. That's they should have
1: the, they should have the kick time now. Should yeah, they? It Two should be later,
3: later today. Yeah, I think it's going to come out today. Uh, let's go to Chris in Pennsylvania on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Chris? Hi guys, how you doing? Good, Chris. What do you got, man?
4: All right. Um, now you said Wisconsin would be a lock if they won out the Big Ten championship undefeated. But what if? Okay, we can all agree if Oklahoma wins out, they're probably in. If Miami, Clemson winner would would go in. Now if Auburn beats Alabama and then Georgia again the SEC championship game, do you leave out Alabama, Auburn, or the Wisconsin? Because there's only two more spots left.
1: So you you you're saying your scenario is Auburn beats Alabama and then beats Georgia again in the SEC Championship game? Right. Oh. Maybe. Auburn's it's in. Auburn is See? in. Bama's out, Georgia's out, Auburn is is in. If they run this so gauntlet
4: Wisconsin in over Alabama. If
3: Wisconsin wins out, yes. I mean, that's going to be
1: really tough. Yeah, if Wisconsin
4: wins the Big Ten
3: Conference, they're in. They need to be, but that's going to be an argument there from a lot of people. If Bama is a one loss.
4: If if Wisconsin played Alabama or Auburn's schedule, I think they have at least two losses.
1: Oh, yeah, I I would agree with you. But listen, the Big Ten champion is going to be in. If Wisconsin is unblemished, they are in. That's done. Uh, the, the, The die is cast. Now, Auburn's able to run this beat Georgia number one at the time when they defeated them. Now Alabama rose into the plains, onto the plains number number one. They defeat them. Then they have a rematch with Georgia and they knock off Georgia again. Two Loss team is in. I know Bill Hancock told us a couple weeks ago on the show, the Two Loss team, he didn't foresee a Two Loss team getting in. Auburn is getting in. Write it down, take a picture. They're in if they are able to win those next two. No way. And Bama's out. Too bad. Bama will be in the same position where Ohio State was a year ago where you had a Penn State with a two-loss team, wins the conference, yet Ohio State goes, even though they lost to to Penn State – but Auburn's going to get in. This would be a different situation. They're not leaving Auburn out, and Alabama's not going to get in this year. They Man. can't get in with one loss, not winning the division, not winning a conference championship. That can't
3: happen two years in a, two years in a row. I, I have to go back on uh, – Chris is right. I have to go back on the Wisconsin being a lock thing just because I can't trust the committee. I can't trust mm. them in that situation. Because how many times we talk about brand names, and we understand that Wisconsin is a great program – but if you're going to put brand name recognition, Alabama, Wisconsin, we know who's winning that one every single time. Okay,
1: so you say we have an undefeated Wisconsin Big Ten champion, and you have a one-loss Alabama team that didn't win its division, didn't win the conference championship. They are
3: going to get ahead. They're going to go ahead of the Big Ten champion. I don't think that should happen uh, this time around. I know we had an argument about Penn State last year. I don't think it should happen this time around. But we've seen it happen before. And what the committee is going to do is they're going to forget about all that stuff. And they're going to say, we think Alabama, with their schedule, what they've gone up against with one loss, deserves to be playing for a championship more than Wisconsin. I think it's a possibility. No, I would agree agree with you it's a
1: possibility. We saw it in 2011, the BCS format. Now we've seen it here a year ago with this uh, college football format, uh, playoff format. And But I don't see that happening. Not if Auburn runs the table in which they do. You're not going to have two SEC teams and they're over a Big Ten champion that's unblemished. They have no losses.
3: Zilch. I, I know. I know, but I, I do think... As much as this pains me to say, I do think Wisconsin's going to lose the game. I think that they're they going to end up doing that. And I, I would Who love... They have? they have Michigan
1: left, and is it Minnesota when they
3: play for the Axe or something? Yeah, but I, I just think that they're going to lose in that Big Ten championship game. That's what I think is going to end up happening. And then that'll sort things out It'll make it easier for the committee. I hope and that then you it. may
1: have a, a a two teams from the SEC get in then. Uh, you know, you look at USC out west and Washington going down, that hurts the prospect of the Pac-12. And, and Washington may end up or Washington State end up playing uh, USC in, in the uh, their conference championship game. SC, of course, has two losses. And now everyone, at least the front runners, all have two at least two losses. So that could be interesting. I think they're out. Uh, the Big 12 still in this thing. Uh, the, the Big 10, of course, is in it. The ACC, they're going to be in, and the SEC is going to be in
3: yeah, I think that if you leave out, though, if you leave out Wisconsin undefeated in that situation.
1: Oh, you should have holy hell to pay. That's wrong. They're I mean, undefeated. I, guess,
3: I guess the question would be, well, what else do we have to do? And their answer would be schedule better teams in your non-conference. Mm-hmm. How about we expand the playoff? Let's expand it. That's what I want. Would they be wrong, though? For leaving Wisconsin out? If if you're trying to get the, the four best teams in there, would yes, they be wrong? Yes, they'd be wrong. Wisconsin
1: would be one of those best teams. You win the Big Ten Conference. No, but we, were mean, just talk, we were just talking about uh, how Baylor and, and TCU, they were left out. They were snubbed because they didn't have that cachet, that big, big brand box name. Uh, so w- Wisconsin coming out of the Big Ten, they do. They have it. And I know people will be looking at it. Well, it maybe may turn out like Michigan State going up against Alabama a couple years ago. Michigan State didn't score a point. Uh, I, I don't believe it will be like that. But I I'm just... talking
3: best team. Like, forget about all that. Yeah, they're one of the best teams. They have one of the best defenses. But I mean, defenses. they're better than – who would you pick in a game, Alabama against Wisconsin? Uh, I would probably give Alabama
1: the edge. Well, that's, Barely. But that's what Barely. I'm saying. Barely. But it's not, a, it's not a lock. I, I would say – I would with the way they run the ball – those big horses up front, and the way they play
3: defense at Wisconsin, no, you don't need to convince me. I'm just trying to. Uh, what I what I'm saying is, I could see that committee so easily uh, putting Alabama in there, and that would just be a real shame. I would be, I would be as angry as anybody. You should be because that's and my I would guy, be too. man. That is, that would... I know that's
1: your guy. I would be angry because it's just not fair. If they run the gamut, or run and go undefeated there in the Big Ten,
2: I got Wisconsin in this bad boy.
3: Go to Brandon in Arkansas on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Brandon?
2: Hey, guys. Uh, first time to call. been listening to you for a long time. I'm glad we're talking about Wisconsin because we got their coach about five years ago. <laughs> Brett yeah. And let me tell you what, guys. Talk about a blender. I heard a blender. Well, we need a big blender to put him in. Because let me tell you what, it has been a nightmare since he came in. We've lost our identity. We used to be run the ball, throw to the tight ends, big defensive ends. We weren't ever a top 10 team every year, but I'll tell you what, we'd give you four quarters of football that you would remember for the rest of the year. We're not doing that anymore, guys. What do we do? I need, we, the Ozarks are crying right now. We need help, and, uh, we need to know from the expert, do we give Brett Bielema, (laughs) do we give Brett Bielema another year? Do we go after the guy at Memphis? More of hear that name come up pretty often. Do we go for an up and comer, a young guy, or do we get an older retread? Say, uh, Say Sumlin gets fired at AM. Do we bring on Sumlin because he can recruit Texas? Or do we go for a young and up and comer? Or do we give Brett Bielema another year? We need your help.
1: Uh, uh, Brandon, uh, far be it for a Longhorn to want to help out a Razorback, but I will do my job and, and, and help you out. Brett Bielema, 20, wow. 29 and 32 in the, the four plus seasons there at Arkansas, 4 and 6, 1 and 5 in the SEC this season. Mm. His record is upside down in the SEC, and it's interesting. Sumlin. Uh, you know, the heat is back on him after the, the last couple of losses, but he has a better conference record than Brett oh, Bielema yeah. uh, does there. And uh, you you guys uh, just lost to LSU. You go to Mississippi State uh, this week, I mm. believe, and, and that's probably going to be another L for you. Your quarterback, your backup quarterback, just had some, some legal issues that uh, transpired yeah, over the weekend. Yeah, he, he
2: was arrested. He, he celebrated uh, that loss a little too hard. Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. I think he was probably trying to rid, it, uh, rid his mind of that, that loss. Lost. I so, think he was. Uh, yeah. Unfortunate yeah. for him, but glad no one was hurt. I, I think they're going to probably look younger if they do. You know, we were ridiculing uh, the, uh, folks there, uh, the brass at Arkansas. They had this executive committee m- meeting, and they said there was nothing to see here. Nothing was decided, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. So why have the uh, the meeting? Uh, it, it, but Bielema is definitely uh, – this hog is going to be on the spit uh, because oh, uh, he, wow. he has not yeah. done anything the last few years. And I, agree. I think Norvell, you brought up Mike Norvell there at Memphis, that's right down the road from from, mm-hmm. from uh, Fayetteville and and so I think yep. he's gonna be a guy you'd you you'd, you'd want to talk to. Uh Matt Campbell, who even though he says that uh he's he's going he's staying at Iowa State and he thinks it's an insult mm-hmm. that his name comes up uh in in conjunction with these these openings, they lost a close one to Oklahoma State. So I think that the young guys, I don't think you see any retreads.
2: I'll tell you, the locals here, uh, Gus Malzon's a local. He he went to Auburn and mm-hmm. uh, left out of here, you know, and they had a lot of drama behind that one. But yep. he won uh, he won this last game, and so that took the pressure off him. But he was on the hot seat, and I think everybody here was ready to bring him back, which kind of shocks me because there was a lot of drama involved when he left. But now that he's got his big win under his belt, he might not be leaving Auburn. But this is the deal with, with Gus. It seems like every year he's either on the hot seat or close to it. And he has to get himself off the hot seat with a big win. Right. Why not come back to why not Why not come back to Arkansas and just live it up? Uh, no hot seat, man. Just come back here and get <laughs> nine wins a year, and we're good to go. Uh, what do you think about that one? Hey, Brandon, great call, man. Thanks <laughs> yeah. for the Have call. Have a good
1: score. one. Yep. I-, I-, I see. You. I think uh, Gus going to stay right where he is. And, and last year, going into that LSU ball game, both coaches—you had Les Miles and Gus Malzahn—were on the proverbial hot seat. And of course, Les Miles uh, was let go after the. the controversial play that went against his team wasn't really controversial to play they didn't get to play off and Gus Malzahn survived but yes he needed that win versus Auburn in a huge way uh, because they hadn't fared well versus top-ranked teams
3: we'll continue with your college football calls at 855-212-4CBS 855-212-4227 also still plenty of NFL we haven't gotten to Vontaze Perfect (sighs) ejected The end of that Chargers-Jaguars game, which was a complete mess. So much to get to. Keep it right here. Geo and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Andrew Bogus is here, and he's got an update for us. What's going on, Bogus?
0: Guys, the Broncos were hoping a visit from the Patriots on Sunday night football would be the spark to stop their four-game slump. Not at all. Tom from the gun. Oh. Takes the snap, backpedals, shuffles left, throws it left. White with a Woo! catch into the end zone. Touchdown Patriots. The words from Bob see the grunts from Scott Zolak on Patriots. Radio three, <laughs> touchdown passes from Tom Brady, kickoff return, and rushing scores from Dion Lewis. It's the 12th straight road win for New England, the fifth straight loss overall for Denver. D lineman Derek Wolf ain't happy.
4: Looks like we're a whole new f-ing team. It's embarrassing. I'm tired of being embarrassed.
0: But Wolf has a plan for fixing their problems. I'm going to
4: go in tomorrow and I'm going to do heavy back squats.
0: Because that solves everything. Uh, 41-16, the final count last night Mm. on Sunday Night Football. The Saints have no problems at the moment. Seven straight wins after blitzing the Bills in Buffalo, 47-10. The Vikings won their fifth straight, 38-30 in Washington. The Falcons down the Cowboys, 27-7. The Jaguars stealing a 20-17 OT win from the Chargers. The Browns are 0-9 after a 38-24 loss in Detroit, and the Steelers escaped Indy 20-17. The Colts led 10-0 and 17-3, but Mike Tomlin's team won on Chris Boswell's 33-yard field goal as time expired. We'll get back in the lab and go back to work. Obviously, we had an extra point blocked. Uh, There's a lot of negativity to talk about, but
1: we'll talk about that negativity with a win, and that's my preference.
0: Four straight wins.
3: Terrible. Yeah, they are. They, <laughs> they really was, are. They really were so bad yesterday. <laughs> I don't know how that. And they should have lost the game. Yeah, they should have. But good teams that don't play their best, they bring
1: their C game and still find a way Come to win out of a
0: bye against yep. that defense and be that bad. Yep. Anyway, four, four straight wins for them. By the way, Georgia's now seventh. Notre Dame is ninth in the AP College Football Poll after Saturday's smackdowns. Alabama remains number one now, followed by Miami, Oklahoma, Clemson, and Wisconsin. Unranked Tennessee fired Butch Jones yesterday. The full-time replacement will be the Vols' fifth head coach in 11 years. The Houston Rockets blitzed the Pacers in Indy, 118-95, 26 points and 15 assists for James Harden, 20 points and 17 boards for Clint Capella, 37 points from Paul George, 27 from Russell Westbrook, as mellow set out with a sore back. The Thunder down the Mavs won 99 The Celtics won their 12th straight, 95-94 over the Raptors, and the Pistons beat the Heat 112 10-3, its best start since 2005. The Atlanta Braves reportedly hiring Alex Anthopoulos as their new general manager, replacing John Coppolaola. So I believe they keep the syllable counts in order no, there. No so. joke. Wow. Uh, Coppolelli, remember, resign over misconduct in signing international free agents. NL and AL, Rookies of the Year, revealed tonight. It'll be Cody Bellinger and Aaron Judge. And the San Jose Sharks got by the Kings 2-1, the game-winning goal mid-third period from Joel Ward. Yes! yes. Your brother! Yes, my brother. <laughs> back to you.
3: Uh, Mikey B was telling me that uh, it's a good Thursday night matchup this week. What's that matchup again? It's Tennessee and Pittsburgh. No, no, no. That's not what you said to me in my ear. What? Oh, I said it was uh, the Steelers and the Titans.
0: <laughs> Titans? How come the first team <laughs> you can do? How come they're not the Titans? Yeah.
3: <laughs> he goes, he goes to be all excited. He goes, Steelers, Titans. I'm looking forward to that game. Thursday night. <laughs> <laughs> the Titans. The Titans. Roll Titans. Yeah, no, he's, he's not wrong, though, <laughs> at least about the matchup. So, we'll be fired up for that one. They're on the, on NBC now. We can't promote yeah. the big CBS games anymore. They're all on NBC now. We can't go crazy with Nance and Romo and do big promotion stuff. All right, 855-212-4CBS. So many people want to talk about college football, no, so, let, so let's let them. Huh? Come on. Well, let's just do that. Uh, Wesley in Alabama on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Wesley? Good morning.
4: How you guys doing this morning?
3: Great, Wesley. What do you got for us? Uh well my question is I'm going back to Auburn.
2: I'm from Alabama. I'm in the military. I'm stationed in uh in Louisiana here, but I'm I'm still war damn equal to the end. Um, my question is, what do you guys think Auburn's chance of actually running the table is? I know if they beat Alabama and they beat Georgia, they're if they're not locked, it's just stupid. But what is y'all's uh, opinion on What do you think their chances of actually beating Alabama and Georgia a second time are this year?
1: I, I think their chances are uh, excellent to, to beat Alabama. I, you know, Alabama offensively, uh, they're they're a juggernaut, but I think the way Auburn plays defense and the way they shut down Sonny Michel, Nick Chubb, DeAndre Swift, Elijah Holifeld, Jake Fromm, everyone on the offensive side of the ball for, for Georgia, that uh, leads you to believe that they have an excellent chance to win the Iron Bowl. So they can continue to play defense like that, and I don't see why they wouldn't, and stay healthy. No one goes down. I forget who they have this week. They've already played Mercer, uh, but they'll have essentially – uh, what amounts to a bye week uh this week. Uh but yeah, they have a great chance to to, to take on Alabama and be be more compare Louisiana than to
3: Monroe.
1: U L M. Okay. And and I yes, yeah. I think they have a good chance of winning. Now a rematch if they get past Alabama, a rematch with Georgia, that's gonna be a tough one. Uh as I said earlier, I thought they showed some stuff late in that ball game. they probably would have wanted to keep. You know, they had one of those little old screens they, they they showed and why not Hold that one until uh, you play in an iron bowl. Uh, but definitely going up against Georgia, that'll be difficult if they get that second chance.
2: Yeah, I think Gus was uh, definitely not one to let off the gas on that one after. Nope.
4: No. <laughs> well, yeah, he's got to
3: impress. That's the other thing, too. When you already have a couple losses. You want to you want people to look at that resume and be like, wow, they really blew out Georgia you you,
1: you you just beat Georgia and you beat Alabama and you win in your conference championship. You're fine. That's impressive enough. Yeah, I still those think three though, out that coaches, of
3: coaches are like, oh, you know what, just look, do everything you can to make this look as good as possible. Especially when you've got a couple of losses in your back pocket, right? I mean, that's the, the, every little bit of your resume. But you're right. I mean, I and no one's playing better than them right now. Well, so the, the loss that looks the worst for them is the LSU loss. They're up. Uh, nine
1: points going into the halftime, like they were in this ball game last weekend, uh, and and did nothing in the second half. So uh, the, that lost to Clemson, uh, you, you find you you get some points for that, even though it's still a loss. You lose fourteen to six in that ball game, and then uh, versus LSU, you do nothing in the second half, just fall apart. That's the one that's more uh, problematic for you.
3: Gary's in Florida on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Gary? Good
4: morning. Hey, good morning. First of all, uh, Brian. Got to agree. Got to agree with you. Uh, there's no way that an undefeated Big Ten champion gets left out of the playoff. But let me just add a couple of things to it. Uh, you know you played. Winning is hard. Sometimes you play a trap game. Sometimes you're just not there on game day. Sometimes your coach maybe doesn't do the right job during the week. Winning is hard. You know? And you just can't discount going undefeated from a Big Ten or an SEC or an ACC school. You know, and and right now, here's my gripe. There is no way either Clemson or Oklahoma should be ranked above Wisconsin. And here's why. Clemson, you lost to a mediocre Syracuse team. Mm -hmm. Oklahoma, don't tell me about how wonderful your defense is and how wonderful you are. You lost to a mediocre Iowa State team, and, and you gave up 52 points. 52 points to Oklahoma State. So, you know, I'm sorry. One-loss teams shouldn't be ranked ahead of undefeated teams. Ask Iowa. 60 yards on 50 plays. No way, Wisconsin gets left out. I don't care who wins, whatever comes. No,
3: no, I, I, you, you and I are in accord. Well, hold on, or- let me, let me say something first because I never, like I you said, I agree with Brian on this. I'm just saying I think that Wisconsin should be in too. I'm just saying that I don't trust the committee, and I don't know how you could, especially when it comes to Alabama. So that's first off, and that is that I agree if Wisconsin ends up being an undefeated Big Ten champ, they have to be in the college football playoff, but if that scenario breaks the way we were talking about before, you can't tell me that you're not a little bit scared of, uh, of what the committee could do with Alabama in that spot, and also... You know, not everybody's schedule is created equal, and that's something you have to factor in. You can't just willy-nilly toss that away, especially when you're talking about a team in Clemson that's beat how many ranked teams this year?
1: Uh, Louisville was ranked when they defeated them. Uh, Auburn was ranked when they defeated them, and are still ranked, of course. Uh, NC State, they defeated two weeks ago. They were ranked. So that's why Clemson is ahead of Wisconsin. Wisconsin does not have the non-conference, stellar non-conference schedule that these others have. That's why those one-loss teams, Are ahead of you. I would disagree uh, with you, uh, uh, Gary, that uh, Iowa State is not mediocre. Uh, They took Oklahoma State to the mat. Uh, They've knocked off two top five teams thus far this season in TCU and and Oklahoma. They're not mediocre. Uh, They're they're better than mediocre, they're better than average. And, And as far as the points that Oklahoma gave up, there, those two teams post points like basketball teams. That's just a given. When you're talking about Oklahoma State and all the weapons they have to to throw out there on the field, and, and Oklahoma's defense, yes, they had a tough time with them. I would I would say any team. Texas held Oklahoma State to 13 points. I couldn't believe that their defense is playing much better. No offense to speak of, but uh, I, I'm not surprised that Oklahoma State scored that many points. It seemed like each and every year, Bedlam is exactly that. Bedlam. Uh, so uh, Oklahoma, how it, it, I many ranked teams? They defeated. They knock off Oklahoma, Ohio State in their backyard. They beat Oklahoma State down in their backyard. They just defeated a top six team in TCU at home. Uh, so that's why they're ahead of Wisconsin. I, I, I think Wisconsin's a hell of a football team, but they just don't have that non-conference, the ranked teams on that schedule to prove it right now.
3: Yeah, and that's what the committee is going to look at. And I, I would be as disappointed as ever if it if it didn't go that way. And I think that would be a the crime. It would. I would. I would feel like the system isn't working at all if wisconsin wasn't in undefeated i just i just don't trust the committee when they get in there and everybody talks about the humans and talking about it and you know what team's the best team and they you know they might have an argument to me about about alabama being the better team but at that point you're asking wisconsin to go undefeated and to win their conference championship they do and they're still not in now that's that's a tricky yeah
1: and you, you look at Clemson that before they get to Miami in the ACC championship ball game they've got to run through South Carolina and South Carolina's playing some better football they've won their last four out of five uh one on our on our air versus a team that has this precipitous slider enjoying not enjoying it but on a precipitous slide which is Florida but uh they're playing better ball and that's a rivalry game and you know they will be ready for
3: uh ready for Clemson when they roll into Columbia Ray's in Oregon on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Ray? Good morning.
2: Good morning. Uh, First-time caller. Um, I just had a question about uh, Michigan versus Wisconsin. I was curious, if Michigan went out, beat Wisconsin, and beat Ohio State, do they have a chance of getting in the college playoff? And then the second question was, if not, um, what bowl game do you think their guys should get into?
1: Damn, Ray, that's a tough one there, man, because we're sitting here talking about two lost teams and Michigan. Whew, I mean, they they get embarrassed by Penn State on the road. Uh, right. And then, of course, Florida beat them uh, earlier in the year, and they were embarrassed in that one. Oh, actually, they won that ball game. I'm sorry. Uh, so, right, and Florida right. was ranked at the time when they, when they won that ball game. Michigan State beat them at home and uh that that was a uh, a closer i think it was four, yeah 14-10 uh lost there so they if they can beat a top 5 wisconsin team and then you beat an ohio state who's a top 10 team and you get to the conference ch- man that's a good question i don't know i don't know if they get in no. i i think we'd have to say the same thing with what auburn's doing if auburn beat be, they beat number 1 Uh, Now they can knock
3: off Alabama and then win the conference championship game. They're in. Well, it's different, though. Those two scenarios are way different because you're talking about, all right, Auburn just beat the number one ranked team Mm -hmm. in the country in, in convincing fashion. They have an opportunity. They will have an opportunity to beat the next number one team in the country. All right. And then they'll have an opportunity to once again beat the team that was ranked number one. That's a hell of a lot different than that. Wisconsin schedule that they're going, I mean, the uh, Michigan schedule that they're going to get. I mean, it's all about opportunity.
1: Right, okay, here's the opportunity. You got a top five Wisconsin this week in their their house. If you beat them, Michigan knocks them off. That's a huge feather in their cap. Would you agree? Yeah, but it's not anything like number one. Okay, five is not one. I get the math. Mm -hmm. But you beat a number five ranked Wisconsin team. Then Ohio State comes into your house. They're sitting there. They may be top five after this week. You knock off back-to-back top five teams, and then you get a rematch with Wisconsin in the Big Ten Championship? It's not the same to me.
3: It's not the same. Well, one to five gonna...
1: is not the same, but that's still going to cause a, a, a lot of angst in that committee room because they Michigan's back in the picture if they knock off back-to-back top five teams, back-to-back weeks, and then you, you get a rematch with Wisconsin in, in, in the Big Ten Championship game? Nope. Not going to happen. They're not going to get in because Wisconsin, if they beat Wisconsin this first time and then they beat them a second time, Wisconsin is not sitting there uh, and, and sparkling like Georgia was and will be if, in a rematch with Auburn if Auburn is able to get to the, to the conference
3: championship game. Does yeah, that make well, sense? Yes, it, it does make mm-hmm. sense. But I don't I just, I just. don't believe in Michigan. I want it to start. happen.
1: I want it to happen. Now, that would have to be some good chaos. Come on, that's good chaos. I don't want that to happen. That'd oh, be fine. Well, you don't want it it's Paul Christian guy, I got you. I'm just saying from from a dramatic standpoint, if you had that going on and now Michigan They're that's, not a, that that's good. an iconic brand. They're not that good.
3: And they knock off back to back top five teams. But I'm talking about right now, are they that good? Well, like well, Auburn no. Auburn we're talking about, Auburn's good. Yeah. All right, because oh. they could do it. All right, is, is Michigan I mean, any Dwight, good? you beat Maryland thirty five to ten. That's tough to do. Is Michigan any good? <laughs> Did we're going to find out. <laughs> no, they're not any good stuff. We're going to find out. Ryan stop. Back-to-back back weeks. Let's get real here, Come right? on. Make it happen, Wolverine. Let's get back to reality. Make it happen. All right. We're coming right back with some NFL talk in 20 minutes. Aaron Murray joins us. Keep it right here. Greg Giannotti. Brian Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome
0: to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
1: Sugarcane mosaic virus? Yeah. First, first uh, reported back in the 60s. Okay, yeah. now it's back. And that's back apparently. It's present in it, our community. Yes. Oh, wow. Oh, man. Are you going to tell your wife and your mom? No, mobile hell about no. Let them find out on their own. Oh, okay. They get to scratch in and you know, I'll tell them then. Oh, that's just a sugar cane mosaic virus. You'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Come yeah. on. You yeah. didn't know this was sugar yeah, cane mosaic.
3: It's a all the telltale science. Yes. Okay. And it doesn't say
1: anything about whether or not you're going to be hospitalized and they just... Good afternoon. Sugar cane has been... Sugar cane mosaic virus has been observed in all 10 neighborhoods within the Isles of Wellington. Please see the link below. The information on this virus. If you have any questions, please come by the clubhouse and speak to Bob, property manager. Thank
3: you. Yeah, I have a question? Yeah. Am I going to die or not? <laughs> Bob, Why are you sending this out? I mean, Bob, the property manager yeah. is the guy you talked to about is this? Is the dog going to be okay? I mean, is this... I mean, what? Yeah, seriously. Give me more information than that. Shouldn't it be a doctor you're talking to, not Bob, the property manager? Maybe
1: doubles as the community doctor
3: too. I mean, I don't understand this. (laughs) He wears many hats, dude. I'd be very alarmed by this.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, you just sent me another note. You need to cut down that tree that blew over during the hurricane. Okay, I'm gonna get to it, Bob. Oh, Bob sends you. you? Bob's a real bastard. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. Notices. Yeah, man. You know those (laughs) homeowners associations. So, <laughs> as we transition
3: from the yeah. sugar cane mosaic virus. You thought that it was rock bottom for the Giants last week oh, when they got throttled by oh. the Rams. Uh, this was worse in on a couple of levels. And, and the reason why this loss to the 49ers was worse for the Giants, I think first off is the fact that you had the entire week of people talking about how terrible they were, talking about how they quit, talking about how the coach had to go, and then you get away from all of it, which I think was a good thing. Yeah. Get away from all of it, fly across the country, and play a team who has not won a game. Now, they've played hard. They've been in some games. They've also gotten blown out. They don't have a lot of talent, but this should be a game that you could win. And then in the second half of this game, it looked like they gave up again. And I'm telling you, one of the first things I said when I walked in this morning was, I really think that Janoris Jenkins yesterday was trying to get his coach fired with the way he played. <laughs> and I'm not even kidding. Like okay, so you have Goodwin blow by him and that story is just heartbreaking yeah. about, you know, losing a child yeah. and then he catches a touchdown pass. I just can't even. Then
1: he had a, a, a on the play you're about to mention <laughs> with Jenkins giving up, he has a big block on that play to
3: free uh, the tight end for the score. Yeah, it just I mean it's it's hard to even comprehend. So, but Jenkins, he's he's the corner on that. And then the Selleck, Garrett Selleck, catches this pass, and Jenkins does nothing to try to stop him. I'm telling you, the, the only thing that he did to attempt to stop him was as if there was a moth on his jersey, and he just, like, swatted it off. That was his... <laughs> Delicately. I mean, this yeah. is a man who's an NFL player, a guy who's a, a big-time talent... Someone who last year we were talking about is one of the better corners in football. Does nothing to stop him. It looked to me like he was deliberately letting him... Here's the play right here. Watch him. Mm -hmm. Look at this. (laughs) I I don't think he got the moth. I mean, it's just pathetic. And you saw that stuff from Eli Apple last week. And there's, without a doubt, there's guys in that secondary who are not trying as hard as they can. And you can't tell me that the... Mara family isn't looking at this and putting some of that blame, if not all of it, on the head coach.
1: Yeah, and and I haven't played, uh, paid close attention to Jenkins and his, his tackling ability or lack thereof uh, until yesterday. And, and it was clearly... He didn't. He didn't want any parts of 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 selling, which I can understand from uh, the the body weight disparity that that's at pl- at play. But you give a better answer to that. Sell it better than that. How about that? Uh, you 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 can. Uh, make it look as though you really want to get in harm's way without being in harm's way, and and you got none of that from him. And here's a guy who's been suspended just recently, and now you're back out there, and that's the effort you put forth. I thought the Giants came out and played a lot better, act like they wanted to be there, at least that, uh, but it it wasn't in the cards for them. And, and, and yeah, I'm with you. Last week was rock bottom. You get away from the whole situation as far as the Northeast. You go on the road. You're all the way on the other side of the country. You're playing a team that hasn't won a damn game, and you can clear your head and go out and, and, and get another W, but it wasn't meant to be. This team is done. Uh, they're in disarray. All they can do now, if they
3: even use this, think to use it as motivation, is try to spoil someone else's season. Ben McAdoo was asked about the motivation of his players and what he has to do to motivate them.
4: Again, we, we have to do one thing first. We have to take a look at the tape first. We have to figure out what went wrong. we got to address it. We've got to fix it. We've got to move on. And uh, we'll talk about motivation next week. They're pro, they're pro football players. They need to be self-motivated. Everybody gets a paycheck this week. And we need to go out and play that way. I agree with the last part. You're right.
1: You need to be self motivated. You shouldn't have a, you shouldn't, shouldn't be necessary for a coach to have to get you fired up. It's your damn job. It's about your pride. It's about not, uh, not allowing another man to move you against your, your will. So, you, yeah, he's correct there. But watch the tape. You were just up close and personal with it. You, you saw it. Uh, and you've seen it in, in the,
3: you saw it last week up close and personal.
1: You
3: yeah. You didn't see any tape. I, I do agree that you should have some self-pride in going out there and playing, especially when you're a professional. But, you know, sometimes it isn't always like that, and sometimes a coach does need to. Like a, a player, there's times where there is there should be enough there, but also it's like, man, you know, I don't want to disappoint my coach. I don't want to let my coach down. And there's none of that right yeah. now, it seems like, at least in that secondary. Let's listen to more of this press conference. you need to
2: address you know, your situation with the team because there's
4: going to be speculation. What situation? We got to go, We have to go correct the tape. All right. We have to get ready for the next ball game. We have a chance to play probably one of the best teams in football next week. So,
3: no, no situation. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I love it. dog. We got to correct the tape. All right. <laughs> correct what's on the tape.
1: They've been trying to correct that stuff for a while now. It, 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 the die is cast this. They are who they are. Uh, they're not going anywhere. All they can do is try to spoil another team, uh, team season. Kansas City's waltzing in here, and they got so many things on that offense that could threaten Jan- Janoris Jenkins and everyone on that defense. So uh, good luck correcting whatever went awry last week versus this team. Listen to this question.
4: You're 1-8. One, one lost to a you know winless coming in.
3: Do you find that embarrassing?
4: No what would you find embarrassing I mean, is there a point where you, you would be embarrassed by i'm not embarrassed by, by
1: this team hmm. <laughs> well he, he's no john mcKay you know uh, coach what about your execution well, your team's execution i'm all for it you know?
3: yeah uh he's still trying to take the high road how are you not embarrassed though seriously yeah. i mean yeah. you got st- you should have been embarrassed last week I mean, the tough guy act has got to go. I mean, and say, you know what? I know how a Giant fan feels. I'd be disgusted. I'm sick about this. This is pathetic. I thought I corrected some stuff. We didn't. We came out there. We played like crap again. You know, if I'm watching, I'm on a season ticket holder. I'm sick to my stomach. That's the stuff I'd be saying. Not, oh, on i go, go look at the tape. Go look at the tape. Mm-hmm. What do you mean, what situation? The situation that this this uh, season has gotten so far out of control that you might get fired before it ends he after going 11-5. and five. He doesn't want to look at that tape. I mean, this, hey, you don't want to look at gotta that tape. He's got to do He doesn't even know what to say. He's got Burn no idea what he's saying.
1: No, that's why he was reading uh, off a sheet of paper last week
3: when he was discussing the tape. Well, what situation? Tape. we got to go correct the tape. No. <laughs> I, if I was on the fence about firing him, if I was John Mara, and then I heard that, correct the tape, out. See the tape. Aaron Murray next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?